You're listening to DA Rockstar's podcast, a podcast for dental assistants. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for 20 years and I've learned a thing or two along the way. And here's what I've learned. We have to band together to share our pearls so that we can all grow and achieve rockstar status. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. This week we have Dr. Laskin on the podcast. He is the dentist behind Opera VR. So it's virtual reality for patient use. He's going to tell us all about how it works and why we need it in our office. And I want you guys as dental assistants to check it out, see why it could be a huge asset, and then go to your office and talk to your doctor about it. But without further ado, Dr. Laskin. Super excited. I have Dr. Laskin with us today. Dr. Laskin, can you go ahead and introduce yourself to my listeners? Sure. Uh, yeah, my name is Dr. Brian Laskin. I'm a dentist in Wyzetta, Minnesota, a suburb of Minneapolis, where we have a fantastic team of seven dentists in my practice uh, at Lake Minnetonka Dental. And also, I am a founder of Operability, where we create Opera DDS and Opera VR, the digital nitrous. Uh, patient relaxation system. Oh, you know what? You just said it. That's exactly why you need to be on the show today. So, okay, let's say we're a dental assistant in the world that maybe doesn't know what VR is. Could you give us like a basic overview of what VR is? Sure. I think most people, if if, if the listeners don't understand what virtual reality is, they've probably seen a commercial on TV for either, either Facebook with Oculus or Samsung, where you wear basically a set of glasses that immerses you in a 360 degree environment. Uh, And so virtual reality has been proven over a decade, over a decade ago, the the first research on anxiety reduction was actually done by a physician in dentistry and proved that it's as effective as nitrous oxide at reducing anxiety. And that was 10 year ago, virtual reality. And you'd think, I mean, 10 years ago, nobody was actually using virtual reality. It was like a big helmet that you had to sit next to a wall-sized computer to use, basically, <laughs> right? And now it's a very lightweight set of goggles that you wear uh, that, that, that transports your awareness somewhere else. Um, and so if you haven't used virtual reality, it's what, the, the, what really to, the point to understand is how immersive it is that it actually takes your awareness somewhere else so that people literally feel like they're on the beach instead of in the dental practice. You forget where you are and what's going on. So the same effects as nitrous where you kind of get like an amnesic or, a, you know, where you're just, your situational awareness is redirected. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're exactly right. So they, there is less remembrance with VR. That's been one of the studies proves that. And also, uh, and, and, and less pain and anxiety. A lot of people understand like, oh, watching a TV is a distraction. And this, this is probably more impactful. But, but if you actually look at a functional MRI of somebody in virtual reality, somebody on morphine and somebody without virtual reality and a pain stimulus, virtual reality and morphine looks the same. It's, and so we're, I was just at a course last weekend where somebody was, uh, an endodontist was talking about pain and showing how there's the S curve of pain and, and certain things can shift the sort of the scale to the left or the right, like make people, if you're anxious, it makes you more 
sensitive, as I'm sure everybody in dentistry understands. And if you're relaxed, it shifts it the other way. And VR shifts it quite a ways away. And, and what we think is that it activates the parts of the brain that actually suppress other parts of your brain that make you feel pain and anxiety. So there's a physiological response with virtual reality that, that makes it more than a distraction, which it, 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 it feels like you're working on a patient under very deep nitrous oxide sedation, which is weird. If, I mean, when you, especially if you don't like, when the patient has Bluetooth headphones on, there's no sounds. So you don't get that auditory cue of the scavenger, but people are just like completely relaxed in a way that uh, it, it still blows me still blows me away after doing this for a couple of years. So, okay. Uh, with the, with the opera DDS. So is it like, tell us about what the patient sees. Like, I know that, you know, it'd be great to have a visual and I'm, I know that you have a website that would probably give the dental assistants a better idea of what the virtual experience is, but what, what type of things do they experience when they're in the digital nitrous? Well, well, great question. There's, there's a lot of, content that we can show and do show. So we have different categories that range from uh, destinations, so places around the world, relaxation videos, uh, beaches, different entertainment. And then we have kids videos, which has a bunch of animation. But primarily the number one thing that has been proven to be effective at reducing anxiety in, adult, in adults are calming nature scenes. So we err towards a lot of calming nature scenes, things like you're flying over mountaintops or beaches are beaches are by far the, the most popular because who does not, especially in, in Minnesota, we've had record snow this year. Uh, so I, I go to the beach all the time in VR because damn. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. But, but so that, that's, that's, that's what it is. And, and I should note that we do have 360 degree videos in opera VR, but the, uh, what we primarily show uh, for dental, dental care is what's called stereoscopic 3D. So it's basically a 180 degree view of, of a 300 of a 3D environment. But if you turn your head, the whole scene moves with you. And you know, it's probably obvious to anybody in dentistry, we don't want people moving their heads around. Right. So, <laughs> so, so we Moving targets are trickier to work on. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's a good point because Lots of people initially, they're like, oh, why don't you just show a, a TV show or a movie? And, and keep in mind that it's so immersive that people forget they're in the dental chair. So you do not want to show them anything that they might react to because they, they will react to it. Uh, they'll forget that they're in the dental chair. And then that, and that can be problematic. So we create all of our own content um, where there's a central point of focus right in the middle of the screen. And, uh, and it, it, what it does is it disincentivizes anybody from looking around. Your right. best experience is just to look straight ahead and relax. And that would be something that the, it, like the dental assistant would instruct them on, you know, like, hey, you know, where would you like to go today during your filling? <laughs> and yeah. make sure, you know, you look straight ahead because that's going to give you the best view. You know, and there's lots of ways to do it. Like, I know with our office, you know, we do have this, the monitors above the patient. And the common thing we get is, is the minute we lean over the patient, you know, say we're looking at 15 distal buckle and we're not getting a good view. So, you know, you kind of go do for direct vision and, and what do they do? They move their head because <laughs> we just, you know, they're watching friends and we interrupted them. And, and so it, it is the moving target. And, and the idea that there's something out there for our patients to use that, that would work 
great for both parties. <laughs> well, and that's a great point. We, we, so we have a very busy dental practice. And so efficiency is at the very top, right, slightly below the patient experience. It's, uh, it's, it's up there. Uh, and so, so one of the things that we did knowing that, uh, this has to run in, in practices where everybody's busy is we took the control away from the patient and give it to the dental assistant. Yeah. So if let's say you're watching the, the patients at the beach and they say, you know what? I changed my mind. I want to watch entertainment. You can say, great, let me uh, finish this crown prep and then we'll, <laughs> then we'll, then we'll send you there. So it's on your schedule, not theirs. Right. And, and then you just go to our website, you log in, you hit, all of your VR headsets are listed there and you can just pick whatever video and audio you want the pace. So if the patient wants to listen to guided meditation or a different song, you can actually click on the audio separate from the video. So you have total control of what they're experiencing, which is really nice. Cause you know, my, one of my pet peeves and there's a long list of pet peeves, but, but one of them is when the patient pulls out their phone and is going to listen to music because you, you know, and I know that in a 20 minute, visit there's about 12 different songs where they stop you and then they want you to like go to the next song and it's just like <laughs> just like with team, if friends finishes and the next show they don't like they're going to tell you they're like oh could i change it to yep. whatever station right yeah so we give you the control instead of the patient see that's genius okay so let's talk about the actual body of the device are there a lot of cords that we would have to worry about or what, what does the device entail because i know with nitrous that's one of my pet peeves is that, you know, I've got my scavenger and I've got my nitrous hose and, you know, we're trying to finagle our legs around everything. So just having a little bit more leg space would be <laughs> instrumental. And, and as far as efficiency working around a patient. Yeah, there's no cords. It's, it's an wow. all-in-one. So, I mean, there's a power cord to charge it that you have to do once a day. Uh, you know, if you're really heavy using it, you might need to charge it during lunch. But otherwise, that's it. Uh, you can use Bluetooth head, headphones. There's a headphone jack if you want to give patients like disposable earbuds. So that would be the only cord. Otherwise, it's all wireless. Uh, it's it, it the it's and it's surprisingly light and easy to use. Um, the patients just strap it on, and then you go to our website and control it. And that's pretty much it. You have to turn it on in the morning. Uh, after that, it's, it's just, it, when the patient takes it off, it automatically put like goes to a pausing mode where you can wipe it down or you, if you want to use barriers, you can change the barriers. And then, uh, and then, so it's, I mean, it's super easy to work around it. it it's, it, it has a little bit of bulk obviously, cause it's a headset, right. but it's, it sits so far higher than where we work that it's, it's so much easier than nitrous oxide to work around. One yeah, of the Especially if the dentist are use, using microscopes. I mean, that sounds like a no-brainer. I can't even imagine that that would even be a factor. <laughs> oh, the microscope. Yeah, yeah. With the microscope, you'd never notice it. I mean, you're already, ergonomically, you're not worrying about something like that. Yeah, and I'm a, uh, I'm a dental contortionist myself. So, <laughs> But, but uh, the, the headset, well, one of the, one of the dentists said it the best. They said it's like working on a patient with a baseball hat. So you can, you can sense that there's sort of the brim of the baseball cap, but it's out of your way. And really it only, I only notice it if I'm, if I haven't been practicing for a little while. And then uh, I use VR when you, I use four and a half times loops. 
And so when you come out of the mouth, you just have to come a little bit to the side and sort of straight mm -hmm. back. Otherwise, you might bonk the headset. But otherwise, it's it, like from a from a pr procedural standpoint. I mean, like you said, I mean the the cords are one thing, but as a dentist working in the anterior doing oh. anterior deposits. <laughs> And when I when I go to go to hell, I'm gonna have like every day. It's gonna be like anterior composites with a nitrous oxide head. <laughs> yeah, it's almost impossible to keep that lip up. That's that is okay. So as far as the dental assistants, if you guys are listening to this, and maybe you work for a dentist that's not very forward thinking for technology, we have the power to influence. You know, the idea that you're going out of your way listening to a dental assistant podcast so that you can understand how other people in the industry are working. And all the advancements that maybe you're not um, exposed to on a daily basis. And so VR is genius, especially one of my pain points, Dr. Laskins, is a lot of dental assistants, um, depending on what state they work in, they don't have the ability to go ahead and administer nitrous oxide. Okay. So if a dentist is over, you know, they get stuck in a comprehensive exam, you've got a patient that can't get numb, and you're just sitting there waiting for your doctor, and you can't start nitrous oxide. The, the idea that we actually have this virtual nitrous is genius because it, it that can eat your schedule, it, it, just not being able to administer the nitrous, but you can turn the VR on and, and get a, that patient to the perfect happy place that they would have already been to had you had to wait, you know, another 20, 30 minutes. Uh, and that way the patient doesn't realize how long they're waiting and it, you can multitask. Like, I love the efficiency aspect of it so much. <laughs> Well, thanks. Yeah. And it, that's the number one uh, benefit that we hear from offices that uh, was unanticipated, frankly, how much faster you can work when people are relaxed. Right. And also, like you said, I mean, there's no waiting. Can you feel it now? Can you feel it now? VR works, right? right. And so you put it on and 20 seconds later, the <laughs> patient's relaxed. Uh, there's no five minutes of flushing out with oxygen. And, and I, I got to say, you know I, I, what you're doing with uh, with your podcast and your community is just fantastic. I think that dental assistants are the unsung heroes of the dental practice, uh, and and I, you know, you kind of alluded to the fact of like being leaders in the practice, and I I think that's completely 100% true. That dental assistants can set the stage for what goes on in the dental practice, and dentists rely on assistants so heavily, and uh, uh, I think that especially in offices where they might not be as tech forward as, as well, I think most, most offices are about 50 years behind, but <laughs> let's, say you're, you're, let's say you're up to date today, or you're maybe a little bit behind. What's really cool about VR is it's one of the few things I think that allows you to really be tech forward for like zero cost. I mean, obviously there's a cost to it, but the ROI is so ridiculously positive and it's very inexpensive to get going. And there's really the only barrier in a dentist's mind would be, will my assistant be okay with trying this out? And I think that most dentists, frankly, underestimate how motivated most dental assistants are at improving care. I think that they, uh, they, 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 they sell their team short before they even try to get things going. And so, you know, as a dental assistant, if you're one of the rock stars, which would, be, I mean, obviously the people who are dental assistant rock stars are listening to you and, and in this community, because I mean, not only are dental assistants overall uh, the unsung heroes of the dental practice, but whoever would take their time to listen to a podcast like this 
is is the tip of the spear, right? Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's just what a, what a fantastic community to have, and and uh, they're the they're the ones that would we will that would go to their the, the people that they work with and say, hey, I you know I heard about this cool thing, we should give it a go because I mean because it only makes sense, right? Yeah, that's, it's uh, gonna improve the patient experience, and you know what I I like with our listeners is we talk about a lot about how we are the um, the liaison between the dentist and the patient. And, and, and one of our, you know, top priorities, not necessarily with just chair side hard skills, but it's literally being that, um, that, that person for the patient that is there to comfort them and educate them and, and walk them through the procedure. Because as a dentist, you guys have so many other things on your plate that need priority. Like we should be the ones that are delegated to for patient comfort. And to make sure that 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 positive review happens because they got treated like they were in first class and virtual reality makes so much sense. <laughs> it just, yeah. it's just genius because, like I said, some of the pain points, you know, admit not being able to administer nitrous or having a patient that, you know, is super full of anxiety. And, and it's it's one of your responsibilities to make sure you get them to a good place to where they can not only understand what their treatment needs are, but to you know, make it as, as, you know, pleasurable as you can so that, you know, if somebody does have a huge treatment plan, say they've neglected their oral health for years and years and years, they can finally come to a place where they, they can not only understand what they need to have done, but look forward to having it done because it's, it's better. It's a better way of doing it than they've ever had before. (laughs) Yeah. And we have things like we have post-operative instructional videos. So let's say you're doing an extraction we can have a high, an assistant come on and describe home care while you're wrapping up. So then you you can be cleaning up the room and you can focus on exactly what I thought you eloquently pointed out, which is the assistant not being like the 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 necessarily the technologically uh, you know here's the bullet points that you need to know when you go home because let's face it after you had a tooth extracted you're not listening to what anybody's <laughs> saying anyway right? right but 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 sort of that emotional component that is so important in dentistry and i feel strongly that to be an effective dentist you kind of have to be able to dissociate yourself from people's emotions because because you have to get in and do your job sort of uh, at a high level without absorbing people's emotions but the assistant it can be there like you're saying to, to provide that support for patients and uh and so i, I think that's I, th- I really like how you how you uh how you describe that that's fantastic well you know it's it's 20 years in the making i'm, I'm telling you any <laughs> dental assistant listening to the show right now if you guys are fresh out of school a lot of the times what you know like dr laskin and i will will speak about things that maybe don't resonate with you yet but they will <laughs> you know it's it's it, i've said this before it's really hard for dental assistants because you know we come out of school and we barely understand the fundamentals of dentistry and and to to get those hard skills down sometimes you have to to understand where is my role like you know I, do i just pass instruments do i just clean rooms do i just restock you do so much more <laughs> and and the minute you get those hard skills down and you can go on autopilot with your dentist with continuity and efficiency you can you can see all the possibilities like all especially like this with with offering the idea of new technology in your office supporting it, understanding the pros and cons and, and, and being there for your dentist 
as somebody like I love to go to work every day and say, hey, you know, I read about this or I heard about this. You know, what do you think? And and, and just because it's it's just you're their wingman, <laughs> you know, and, and they, they what they want to know that you're invested emotionally and intellectually in evolving. And, you know, maybe your dentist says, I'm thinking about starting up a, a new practice from scratch. You know, and, and this would be an alternative to, you know, the fees that are accrued with nitrous oxide. You know, like, hey, what if we did our new startup practice with without nitrous? What if we did digital nitrous? <laughs> and, and, and just being there to provide feedback and 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 the like I said, just the power to 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 give them ideas and tips and and, and really embrace the team part of it. hundred percent. Yeah, I mean the like my assistants have done training with me for other dentists for for over a decade and like i said if you buy opera vr that's uh abby who's been my primary assistant for a while who's in the videos actually doing post-op instructional videos and, and 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 she trains people all the time so i mean there's 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 a lot more that you can grow into as an assistant and i think you're exactly right that any dentist i think i think one of the bottlenecks in the average dental practice is the dentist themselves and it's not purposeful and if and if and everybody would i would think the vast vast majority of dentists and 100 percent of them who who get it is what i would say is, is would, would 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 jump over backwards to have an assistant that brings them ideas mm -hmm. that help move things in a positive way for for the patient care for uh i mean if you're if you're that are going to improve people's lives and the dentist doesn't freak out with excitement over that that that's an issue i think right <laughs> and i think you know and, and it, even even somebody fresh out of school you might not have the the technical uh you know aspects down but you probably have knowledge that the dentist doesn't have coming fresh out of school about you know things like even if it's about like uh you, you know social media and facebook posts or you know something that, you, that that you're taking from from that you probably know more about than other things that other people in the office know about has nothing to do with dentistry that you can bring to the practice i mean that's all very valuable uh and and so i think uh you know i i, I hear what you're saying that when you're fresh out of school it's uh you get kind of thrown to the wolves and trying to figure out like how do you retract the cheek and that but there's but you know if you're listening to this podcast you obviously understand that that you can bring new ideas to to the team and 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 i think that's any team would would value that yeah absolutely and you know it's the whole team mentality and, and realizing what what everybody's role is and as a dental assistant you can be there to like i said influence you know these are things that are out in the world that maybe they're not exposed to but if you do your homework you have the chance to say hey we can be better do better for our patients you know at least open that door of possibilities of, of what is there, especially with the technology. You know, we were so petrified when we went to scanning technology. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a lot of dental assistants listening that are like in that that small window where you've just purchased your CAD cam or your your uh, any kind of software that you use for um, for scanning. And you're like petrified of using it. But it's it's just like anything else. When you get comfortable with it and you see the benefits, it's so amazing <laughs> you just gotta yeah. power through the scary parts 
<laughs> well, I, I think the technology is kind of like a snowball for most of us, at least for me, where, you, you know, it started off many moons ago when I switched my paper. I'm old enough where I had paper schedules, right? And then we brought, brought it to digital schedules. It was like, I fought so hard not to do that. And then it was such an improvement that then you know, it was digital x-rays and like we've been using uh cad cam for over for over 17 years and it, it, it all kind of and now we're developing our own technologies um but you're exactly right i mean it's there's there's been very few things i'm, I'm trying to even think of one that we've tried out that we went that doesn't work the way that i wanted it to when, when i see people who are failing implementing a new technology it's because they didn't get training on the front end or maybe they weren't ready for that particular technology like let's say if you do two crowns a month and you send your crowns out to have 75 dollars crowns made well getting a cad cam system with in-office milling is going to be a hard sell <laughs> right then for the dentist because right. you want some positive roi uh doesn't mean the problem isn't the cad cam the problem is that you're only doing two indirect restorations a month, right? Um, so, so that problem has to be sort of addressed first in my mind. But, but some technologies just make sense for absolutely everybody, not necessarily every patient, but every practice. Uh, you know, I agree, uh, you know, digital, digital forms, uh, paper, digital charting, uh, digital x-rays, VR is, I would put in that category too. There's no reason why an office, every office should not have virtual reality in my mind. Patients absolutely love it. And uh, the ROI is, it would only be negative if you don't, if you tell everybody you don't have it, leave it in the drawer. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> so, so uh, and, and so I think you're exactly right that, that the, uh, you know, there, there's, there is that, sort of gap between when you know about something to actually doing something about it. But the more you, the more you cross those chasms with mm -hmm. different technologies, the shorter those gaps become, right? Yeah, the more you learn about things, the, the, the more they make sense. Yeah, it's just the whole idea of this thing sells itself, basically. Not only can you market the crap out of it, right? Because it's VR, like you are that office in town that has virtual reality. Like that in itself is amazing. And then your patients are going to, they're going to rave about it. <laughs> You're so different and so unique and so forward thinking. Like to, to know that you went out of your way as a dentist or a dental office to provide this technology to your patients because you truly care about their experience, not only with the quality of their care, but the, the quality of the appointment overall is genius. <laughs> Okay, Dr. Laskin, you know, this is the part of the podcast where we would love to know where to find more information on Opera VR. To find out more about Opera VR, go to digitalnitrous.com. And also you can find out more if you want to learn more about virtual reality. Uh, it's a common theme on my podcast, too, at the Operatory. See, if you haven't gone and checked out Dr. Laskin's podcast, you must go immediately as soon as you get off of this one. Because not only are you a dentist talking about, you know, getting rid of the dinosaurs in dentistry, but I love that you have a co-host. Uh, is, is it David? David Pryor, yes. <laughs> Who is the patient perspective. Because the thing in dentistry is a lot of us do get tunnel vision. So I love that you incorporate 
somebody, you know, sometimes we only think about a certain way, but to have that balance is it's pretty magical. I love what you guys are doing over there. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I, I never know what Dave's <laughs> going to say, which is, which is something, which is scary and good at the same time. Well, it's, it's great. I, every, every episode, something amazing comes out of it. And I truly appreciate you guys for being there. Um, and if, if uh, a dental assistant was out in the world and um, they wanted to maybe reach out to you, are, are there areas that, that they could connect with you on? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can always send me uh, an email at Brian with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N dot Laskin, L-A-S-K-I-N at operadds.com. Uh, like I said, I think I think uh, dental assistants are such a phenomenal, probably, well, they're phenomenal assets to, to the dental community and happy to help out however I can. Thank you so much for being on the show, Dr. Laskin. I, I can't wait to start hearing feedback from the assistants on how many of them enjoy the product once they decide to, you know, hey, doc, let's bring this in because it's good for us and it's good for our patients. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Dr. Laskin just as much as I loved having him on the show. And seriously, the Operatory Podcast is one of my faves. They are fun and uh, some great pearls they share. It's just, it's a great podcast that even dental assistants can relate to, you know, kind of uniting the team. I really want you to take this idea to your doctor tomorrow. If it's something that would help your patient experience, with virtual reality and just getting your foot in the door for technology, I think you should do it. And, uh, you know, as always, if you need to find your tribe, Dental Assistance Worldwide Group, you can find me at DA Rockstar's Facebook page, Julie Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, and don't forget the Dental Assistance National Conference for Excellence, October 18th and 19th of this year in Chicago. Make sure you go on the web, Sign up, get yourself registered because we only have a certain amount of spots for dental assistants. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to grow together and get a chance to meet all you guys. Julie Varney is a rock star lining up some of the best speakers. It's going to be epic, so don't miss your chance to register. But until next week, keep on sectioning. <laughs>